Get Into Geek. This is what we're into it for. Things like this, solo, a Star Wars story. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Maddie Gibson. Oh, right on cue, mate. Welcome along. We have seen Solo, a Star Wars story. We're very lucky. We don't, we know, we we get to see some preview screenings, Maddie. Uh, you, I, and the rest of the uh, of the Get Into Geek team. We're very lucky. Very spoiled. We don't take advantage of it. We don't take it for granted. But we do also appreciate things like tonight even more when we do get to see these a week in advance of release. Now, this will be coming out a couple of days. After that week until, it'll be a couple of days until the movie is released, but this is a completely non-spoilers review. I dare say this is similar to our uh, Avengers Infinity War review, where you won't probably risk listening to a non-spoilers review if you haven't seen the film, but if you have accidentally clicked on this, or on purpose, trust that, hey, we're recording this, we can edit it out. We're not going to spoil anything for you. We will also be recording a full spoilers review and discussion as well. So um, there'll be no chance it can be spoiled for anyone. Once the movie's out and people have a chance to see it, only then will they be allowed to uh, listen to our spoilers review. I don't want to be that guy, Matty. You don't want to be that guy. (laughs) We're not going to be that show. Non-spoilers here. Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, You went first to Deadpool last week. Do you mind if I go first with this one? Far away. Now, Going to this movie, it was only yourself, um, myself, and my brother, Link. Three of the five movie reviewing team, really, here at uh, at Geek. We all went and saw Rogue One, a Star Wars story, geez, a year and a half ago. It's crazy. Like yeah. You think we've actually had four Star Wars films in the space of two and a half years. Like that's It's crazy. it's insane. You know, what 2000, a time to be alive. 2005, we thought, well, that's it. We're not getting any more Star Wars movies. And literally, in less than two and a half years, we've had four. Yeah. Well, so, in, to be fair, in, two, in 2005, we were like, I don't think I could handle any more Star Wars <laughs> movies right now. So... so we went and saw Rogue One. I know we came out of it. We did our review, and there was a few issues here and there. We had a generally good feeling about it. Um, I had a great feeling about the third act. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, you guys were honest about that. Then, since then, you've went, nah, don't like the movie. Third act's great. The Vader thing is cherry on top. Other than that, the movie's crap. I still do really like the movie. In fairness, I haven't watched it in well over a year. It's been a while. I didn't watch it in the lead up to Last Jedi or anything like that. But I do like Rogue One for being a very different Star Wars movie, for having a different eh, tone, but definitely cinematography. The look of it, it's a lot dirtier. It's nowhere near as colorful, certainly, as the prequels. But yeah. as any uh, episodic Star Wars movie, a lot dirtier, grittier. And it was supposed to be that. Like, the director got interviewed years before the film came out, and he said, well, it's a war film. People are like, really? He goes, it's called Star Wars. Like, it's a, yes, it's going to be a war film. You know, it's set just prior to A New Hope. Like, the rebellion is just starting to really make some movements, and the Empire is really starting to crack down and kill these blokes. It's boots on the ground, war film sort of stuff. You know, and a small group of ragtag people working against the big man that is the Empire... All that gear. I I do really like uh, Rogue One. And I'd read a lot of comparisons out of the uh, premiere in LA last week. And there was a lot of really positive reactions. And some of them were liking it to Rogue One. Some didn't mention why. Others said it was because it was that grittier looking. It was a little bit dirtier and uh, not as colorful. But I thought they also said, like, not in tone, because Solo does tend to be... I think it's almost as close to, as far as humor goes... The original Star Wars as we've got in this new batch. Otherwise, maybe Force Awakens, but the other two, Rogue One and Last Jedi, didn't leave a lot of room for some out and out comedy. So it has a lot of um, 
a lot of feel-good nature to it, but it also looks filthy at the same time. Um, I, I, yeah, I really liked it. I had a, I had a lot of fun watching this tonight. You know, I'm sitting next to you, and I knew that you weren't all that keen going in. The, over the last week or two, you've been a little bit more positive about it, thinking that maybe this, maybe this could be okay. You were hoping it was going to be okay. Yeah, like, it's one of those. We things... don't, regardless of how we feel here. Like, we're not these idiot fans that go into a film. That we don't necessarily want. Like I know you and Brendan get. I don't. I don't want a Han Solo movie, and that's fine. You don't want it, but you guys aren't going and going. God, I hope this sucks. I really no. hope that Disney have wasted two hundred million dollars. I really hope that I waste two hours of my life. I really hope that a movie about a character that I love really sucks. So that I can think about that forever when I think about this franchise. No one should think like that. And if no. you do, you're an idiot. Yeah. But I found you getting more positive at the same time. I was a bit worried. I'm sitting next to you, and I don't. I. I why am I enjoying it more than he is? And he not like? Is he asleep? What's it's going so on? Like funny. I know not that I was worried about I'd, judging it I'd based almost... on your reactions, but I was just. I found myself thinking. I wonder what Maddie thinks about this because I want to enjoy it, and I was enjoying it, and I wanted you to enjoy yeah. it at the same time. Yeah. You know when you go through a museum and like you can get the little the little earpiece that tells you story. <laughs> I would love to sit in a movie and just have a little earpiece that just tells me everything you're thinking at that moment. No that one would wants give that, me mate. All no kinds one wants of, that. Just during the movie. I'm not. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, getting weird. So what do you think? Come on, we haven't really um, spoken since we saw the movie. <sighs> I yeah I went in with pretty much zero uh, expectations. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's not so much that I said I didn't want a solo like a solo film, a Han Solo film. <laughs> it's I was like, do we need one? Mm. Is there a story here that we need to know that's really going to inform the character and bring it out? Mm. Um, so that's why I was just kind of like, meh. And I do have this. I'm tired of prequels. Mm. You know. Mm. I I will I will just like. I, I wish I always said it to Brendan the other day when we were talking about Solo, and he's like, "Oh God, stop with prequels!" And I'm like, "Says the guy who wants an Obi One movie, because yeah, I like it's... I wouldn't consider an Obi One movie set between three and four episodes, three and four, a prequel movie, because it wouldn't be like Rogue One was the prequel to A New mm. Hope, but not in the same way that episodes one, two, and three were a prequel to A New Hope because they were about those characters. Rogue One was I about think... entirely new characters. It was a prequel to part of that story. And I still I don't consider this Han Solo movie a prequel. I it's, do only because... It's, it's an origin story it's for the, me. It's, it's not the a prequel. earliest we've seen. If, if, if they were going to do a uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi standalone film that took place between episodes three and four, I wouldn't call that a prequel because mm. Obi-Wan was in episodes one, two, three, four, yeah. five. And, like, yeah. He was in them all. So that is its own little standalone yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. This is obviously the youngest we've seen Han Solo. Mm. Um, it's a new actor. Yeah, and I was just a little bit like, oh, do I, you know, I wasn't a fan of Rogue One. Poor Amelia Clark. I love Amelia Clark, but mm. she, she has this weird curse over her head, you know. She does these films these uh, of these, these big franchises, and they don't uh, receive very well. Mm. I mean, Terminator, uh, what was it? Uh, Genesis. Genesis, yeah. You know, we thought Salvation was bad, and then suddenly we got we no, got. I didn't Genesis. think Salvation was bad, but your Genesis, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those movies where I left and I'm like, yeah, it was good, it was good, it was really good, I really <laughs> liked it. And you're just like, nah, you yeah. didn't. Um, so yeah, I I liked it more than I thought I would. Mm. I still have a lot of issues with it. Yeah. One thing I didn't have an issue with that I thought it would is actually the performances. Mm. I thought all the performances were actually outstanding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had no idea until we got back to the studio here. I had no idea that wasn't Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. Oh I yeah, had, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. So like, I thought that was great. Um, uh, 
by a Val guy uh, who played Han Solo. Mm. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Old, Olden Ehrenreich. Sure. <laughs> by um, a Val guy. <laughs> <laughs> and when his credit came up at the end of the movie, I'm like, cool. What? Yep. There's. I recognize those Doesn't letters. Doesn't roll off the tongue like Harrison Ford. Yeah. So the performances were good. Uh, Amelia Clark was great. Mm. Uh, Old Bader's Lando Calrissian. Like, it was all enjoyable. I meant Donald Glover, man. Like, I think after Black Panther, I was like, Chadwick Boseman is the coolest man on the planet. <laughs> and then this month, Donald Glover came out to remind you why he's probably the coolest bloke on the planet. Like, as Childish Gambino, he releases This Is America. The video clip comes out. Everyone's gone apeshit over it. And then come the end of May... Ah, oh, he's just Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna out cool Billy D. Williams. Yeah, <laughs> like that's you know. But I just want maybe a buddy cop or road movie or both with Chadwick Boseman and Donald Glover hanging out together. Oh, boom, mate. Go on. I want to see a road trip of them leaving the house to go order a pizza. Like that, w- <laughs> I, I would watch the shit out of that movie. That'd be good. No, I was the same man. I, 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 I thought I could love this movie, but I think. Even if he's great, can it can it actually get past? And like we've had plenty of recasting in films many times before. Any super like Batman's right, like yeah. in that initial series of Batman's, we had three different actors in four films. Yeah, whatever. Like okay, Keaton's the best out of them. Cool. Yep. Val Kilmer. Well, you just watched the movie. Yep. Cool. Okay, George yeah. Clooney. Whatever. Like you don't sit there and go, oh, that movie is dependent on Val Kilmer being awesome. Like at least now as a nostalgic viewer, and I did watch it at the time, but I was ten, so what do I know? This though, I was really worried, and I, I had all the faith because I've seen him in other stuff. And Alden Ehrenreich is a great actor, but I was just really worried that that character will not let fans get past the recasting. Yeah, you are not Harrison Ford. Stop trying to be Harrison Ford. And I'll listen. You know, how many times have they tried to be like, oh, we're going to redo Indiana Jones and recast with a younger actor? And everyone's like, no, no, no you're not. Yeah. You're not. I mean, then we get things like Crystal Skull. So you go, well, maybe we should. <laughs> um, but yeah, Harrison Ford is just so iconic. Yeah. It's hard to sort of go, you know, uh, when Ewan McGregor was, was cast as Obi-Wan Kenobi, it was like, actually, that that's actually probably going to kind of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he spent a lot of time sort of working. Yes, their accents are a little bit different, but he spent a lot of time working on mm. it, and it really, really, really worked. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, By Val did did a fairly decent job. Yeah, and uh, one hardcore Star Wars fan that I follow on social media, listen to his podcasts and things, and he said, I think a really great way of summing it up, he said, I just... I, I want him to be Han Solo. I don't want him to be Harrison Ford. Yeah. I don't want him to do an impersonation of, of Harrison Ford's Han Solo. Just be Han Solo. And I, I'm with you as far as the performances. He was Han Solo in this. He was arrogant. He was cocky. But he was lovable at the same time. You loved him because he was such a dick. It was a bit a bit Iron Man, Tony Stark-esque, yeah. where you love him because he is such a prick to people. Not not a prick. Like, Tony Stark is more of a more of a dick to people than what Han Solo is. Han Solo is just more about being completely up himself. He's a us. Yeah, and you know? everything's always kind of gone his way. So no matter what situation he's got, he's like, eh, I, I've got yeah. this. Then he'd be proven why he hasn't got he's it. He's a hustler. He, he talks yeah. his way out of things yeah. until he can't talk his way out of things. Yeah, so know? I think he was, he was fantastic. Um... 
I had read a lot of uh, feedback and reactions out of that uh, premiere in LA that said, oh my God, Chewie st- oh, steals the movie. Chewie is the man. He's the number one great star, steals the film. I don't know that I felt that he stole the film. I actually do think this is very much Alden Ehrenreich's film and he carries it. I think he does really well. Oh, but it I, would was either... say it's, I would say it's, for me, it was very much an ensemble film. I oh, yeah, no, like, it is. I'm not saying um, Chewie didn't have anything to do or anything like that. No, just but, when you said about Han, I, yeah. I would say, yeah, if... if he wasn't a standout for me. I think mm. they all kind of worked well together. Mm. But at no point was I blown away by yeah. Five Hours. I, I just think but... that, based on those reactions I read from from the LA premiere, was that Han Solo was a like a a backseat passenger in his own film, and then it was like, yeah, he sh- he's very much sharing the story. Like that, when I say there's no standout, like you don't even know that he's the lead character. If you went into mm. this film and didn't know it was called Solo, you wouldn't know that it was his film. Whereas I felt like it was still very much his movie. I yeah. knew that he was the and lead it had character. Han Solo as a character yeah. is, isn't a backseat driver. He's no. got to take agency. So, yeah. yeah, but I, I loved Chewie. I loved how like how powerful they made him in a way. No spoilers, but like you, you do understand why people should fear Wookiees. Yeah. Like he's he's got a bit of bite to him. Uh Lando, they keep talking about how smooth and charming and whatever he is. I got that from Billy D. Williams' performance. Yeah, because he's Billy D. Williams. But yeah, but nothing that that character really did. Other than, yeah, kiss Leia's no, hand. You, you but never, yeah, he, I mean, I guess you couldn't see him sort of smooth talking in the original mm. trilogy because Princess Leia was the only woman in the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess you know it's it's like I understood why that, they said but... that about him, but in this, I can see Lando, the smooth talker, yeah. sitting back and how you doing, baby? Smooth like criminal. I can see Donald Glover's Lando becoming Billy Dee Williams' Lando. I can understand why. He's described the way that he is in the film as being this smooth talker, you know, the coolest cat, the greatest, you know, talker. And I, I don't know, I, I liked, I liked that, and I liked him in it. So you're right there. The performances actually were really good when you've got these big stars all thrown together: Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, yeah, Donald Glover. Bivall isn't a big star yet, but he's a big character. Mm. You throw them all in together, and it's like, because is this going to work? Star Wars has never been that franchise that has just been big faces. I didn't feel that didn't take anything yeah. away from it. No, you know? like performances, screen on. The, the, the issues that I had were the writing, and we'll get to that in our spoiler chat. Yeah. Uh, to me, there were some glaring plot holes mm. that I just couldn't wrap my head around. Mm. And the thing that bugged me the most was and I hate to say this about a Ron Howard film but it was an ugly film Mm. everything was backlit the Mm. entire film was backlit to the point where half the time I'm squinting because I can't see their faces Mm. and we're like four rows from the screen you know at at, at one point I thought we were at a bad angle and we it was a bad screen or something like that because I'm like I can't see these people and, and mm. what they're doing, but and that's when I realized everything was backlit. Just yeah. backlit. Back, they're in the middle of the desert at one point, and they're backlit. Yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> where are these shadows coming from? <laughs> I it just, and it really detracted from a lot of the uh, action. Yeah. And a lot of the humor. Um. And certain points, I'm like, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Mm. I can't actually see what's going on at the moment. Normally, that's saved for when we see something in 3D. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't see. But I, yeah. I very much, there was a lot of jump cutting and things, and it was so poorly lit. I'm like, I have I, I have no idea what's going on, mm. which was disappointing, you know, because I feel like what was there, what I could see was almost there in terms mm. of, it just didn't, it didn't feel like I was in, in the Star Wars universe. Mm. We're not we're not in a lot of familiar uh, locales like mm-hmm. we are in in a lot of you know we you know how many of the original six films that we how many times we go to Tatooine you know yeah. 
There's none of that sort of kind of stuff. So it's, but you still, it has a look. Mm. Like when um, Force Awakens came around, it had a look. Yeah. You could tell that yeah. you were in a Star Wars film. I didn't really get that with this. Mm. It, it kind of, it, I don't want to say it looked like a fan film because it didn't. It was just Star Wars light. Mm. It, yeah. I, that to me, that was the. The downside. Yeah, okay. Just, it was a like a, it was an ugly film. Yeah, I'm wondering actually. Like I, now that we've got two films that look like that, following on from Rogue One, like now that we're going to start making more anthology type films, we whether we do get that Obi Wan spin off or uh, a completely new movie, maybe the Bounty Hunter movie that was going to be made years ago the as well. The Republic that everyone wants. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, well, that too. I think once the anthology or non-episodic movies outnumber the episodic movies, where that look is more the norm, because the the majority of Star Wars films will have been made post-2015. They will not be episodic Skywalker saga films, and they will be the norm for mm, all intents and purposes. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, but in saying that, like you look at the original trilogy, the, the prequel... and. Uh, I love or hate the prequel trilogy, whatever, but like they don't look anything like the first three either because of the way that things are shot and lit and well, and digitally that, affected. Well, and that was the whole idea, though. That in was, the nineties, that was, that was the reason George Lucas did four, five, and six first, is because he wanted episodes one, two, and three to be these pristine, gorgeous. You know, uh, the universe is uh, a paradise and everything's beautiful and shiny. And he knew he didn't have the technology to do that. He couldn't make it look as good as he wanted. What he could do in the 70s was do episodes 4, 5, mm. and 6 where the universe... I know he says that. Do you believe that? Like, yeah, like, the universe you think is falling he goes, apart. Well, I can't Everything... do this in the first three episodes, first three stories. What I can do definitely is make a moon-sized spaceship and yeah. blow up a planet. Like... Well, he, he invented a lot of yeah. different kinds of technology. That's what I mean. Like, I think to, he to definitely could have gotten away did. with doing the first three. Like, yeah, well, the, the premise being that the universe has gone to crap. The Empire yeah. has taken all the resources. They have all the nice, shiny, clean stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone else is living like it's a third world country. Yeah. That was, that was the idea behind yeah, it. Yeah, okay, so fair enough, yeah. I can I can buy the difference between the original trilogy mm. and... That's what I mean. Like, you get the original trilogy, just the overall look, the way that it's shot and framed and blocked yeah. is completely separate. It's like it's a whole new franchise to what episodes one, two, and three are, which again are completely separate to seven and eight, and I'm sure what nine will be. Mm. So like, no, no, like people go, Oh, I hope it just gets back to feeling like the original star Wars. No film will ever be like the original star no. Wars trilogy ever again, because even if they have exactly the same sort of dialogue and humor and pacing and all that, it will still look Different. It will look yeah. cleaner, or I mean, as, as close as Force Awakens was to A New Hope. Yeah, it's still not A New Hope. No, you're right, and that should yeah. be the biggest indication. So, one thing I did just want to say, uh, you were mentioning before with like the action, the the lighting and stuff on the action, because you go into this film, you want to have fun, and those escapist big action set pieces. They were pretty good in this movie. There was, there was some great sequences. I really loved that fight in the train, just the you know hanging off cables and firing lasers. Just really, really wide shots, seeing people fire blasters at each other. Like just, I don't know. I love. I, I think wide shots really sell those sort of worlds to me. When you can yeah. see, you've got to sell you know, the peril. You've a got to superhero see the movie, and you see Spider-Man swinging through buildings from like blocks away, or Superman fly by, or Iron Man, you know, whatever. Like just being able to see this train that shouldn't exist according to physics and these just two guys 
firing blasters at each other. It like it feels like that's a real thing somewhere. Yeah. And this camera is transporting us into another world to watch it. Like I I love I love that. So I love the action set pieces in this. Whether it was at the start a little bit of a chase or that thing on the train or uh, I won't go into any more detail than that. Really liked that, the way that the movie starts. Something at not the end, but towards the end of the second act that we will definitely only be allowed to talk about in our spoilers <laughs> chat. I'll talk about it there. But uh, yeah, no, really, um, I really, really dug the action. Yeah. But overall, yeah, I, I liked it. I want to, oh, geez, I don't know. Like, I want to say for you, it would be this. It would be your second favorite of the new batch of Star Wars films. Out of the four, it would be your second favorite because you really didn't like yeah. Last Jedi and you didn't like Rogue One. So by default, it has to be second. Yeah, I because we come in, we're pretty positive about Force Awakens. Force Awakens is great. Yeah. I love it. I own it on DVD. I still I don't own any the other any of the others yet. Mm. Uh, will I add this to my DVD collection? I don't know. Mm. But there was definitely some enjoyable parts here. I think, now I'll be very careful with the words I choose here, just so I don't spoil anything. But obviously, one of the issues that I had, and a lot of people had with Rogue One, is that we're introduced to all these characters, and by the end of the film, they're all dead. Mm. So we're like, well, what, what was the point? We haven't actually exp- really expanded the universe much. Um, so I think this this film... They've set it up so they can do another one if they want to. Mm. It's I, And I just assumed it was just going to be just a one-shot. It was just going to come in, tell a, a Han Solo origin story, and that'd be it. Yeah. So it's kind of that double-edged sort of... They haven't done what Rogue One did in that there are a few leftover threads that could potentially, if this movie does well, go into a sequel, mm. um, which might make me enjoy this film more. Mm. Yeah, but then the, so it's it's they've they've learned from that. But then are they going to get criticised for it? Going, mm. oh, they're just trying to make a new a new trilogy, new franchise. So it's a real double edged sword on on the way people are going to take this film in terms of what they personally want for their mm. for their Star Wars saga. So um, yeah, I I think I I need to sit with it for a little bit. Mm. Um, it wasn't my favourite. No, of course not. No, it um. Yeah, there wasn't enough Star Wars in there, and there was mm. in it wasn't as bad. Rogue One did it worse, I think, with the extraneous cameos and and little nods to other films in the in the saga and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, this film did touch on a few things, and and some of them were extraneous, and some of them were like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I want to say that Rogue One did it with more cameos. This film does it with more mentions. Yeah, there that's are names, just whether way to it's put planets it. or it's events. Or names, items, yeah. locations, like just it was dropping things that you can go, oh, it's just fan service. And but yeah, some of it was. Other things made complete sense. And you're right. That's exactly what I wanted from this movie was that it ended in an ambiguous way that if it doesn't do well, then it could lead straight into a new hope, whether it be a week or yeah. a year or five years, years or whatever. Or... It could end in that exact same way that could then pick up with a sequel again a week later, yeah. a year later. So yeah. uh, I think it does that. But like you said, we're blessed with the idea that Hansel aren't going to die. Spoiler alert, guys. He's not dying before we meet him in the... Yeah, uh, and there were a lot of moments in this where they're trying to set up some peril mm. and you know there's there's no chance of particular characters dying. Like mm. You're just like, no. No, there's 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 no peril here. What mm. what what am I watching? Why is this? Yeah, I don't know. I, I so don't. Long? I didn't honestly. I I can't remember any particular moments like that because I I didn't really uh, yeah sit there and f- 
I, I must have just been lost in it to be honest. But yeah, you're right. Like well, that's, that's fair enough. but yeah, that's the problem with these these yeah prequel ish esque whatever movies is that well yeah, you you run the risk of losing any stakes or mm. but it didn't didn't seem to bother me. But um yeah, I'm 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 happy with it. I I come out and I'm like you know that that was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was because you know um I come out of Last Jedi and it was just it didn't go the way that I thought. That's what Luke told me in the trailer. This will not go the way you think. <laughs> so he did warn me. Now I shouldn't blame a movie depending on what I expected from it at all. Yeah, you can't judge a movie by your own expectations. No, God that's un- no, that's unfair to the movie. And I didn't, but it was just like there were things that and the way that it was put together and things that it was included in there that could have been lost in my own opinion that that got it that I walked out of that movie and was a little bit disappointed uh, whereas this i'm not disappointed there were things maybe i wanted to do differently or wish they hadn't done but black or white to come out there and go yes or no absolute yes i yeah go go see Han solo gets a thumbs up yeah. for me um star wars movie or not it's a fun time in the cinemas you know it's like deadpool not quite the same way as deadpool yeah yeah Han in, the, solo. in the same way people were upset with uh, the way Luke was portrayed mm. in um, The Last Jedi, and there's a, that's not true to his character. Yeah. I think everything character-related in this film mm. was spot on. Yeah. Like, I be- it, there's no point that I go, Han wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, you're right. I believed everything he was doing. Yep. It's just the larger plot as a whole mm. had some holes in it, yep. and the visuals itself were a bit ugly. Yeah. But in terms of the character beat, and I don't think anyone's going to come out going, that's not Han Solo. No, because, absolutely or, not. Or that's not Chewbacca, because... That is them to a T. And and them working together. Yeah. That reeked of Harrison Ford and like I said, Peter Mayhew's. I had oh, no Chewy. idea that wasn't Peter Mayhew. Yeah. I had no idea. It just felt like them. And there is a particular shot in this movie where you see them together, not even for the first time in the one shot, but what they're doing. And the crowd went mental. Yeah. Because you're like, there they are. Yeah. That's the yeah, genesis. And they didn't just go, oh, hi, I'm Chewy. Hi, I'm Han. We're best friends now. No. Like... They they earn it. So, yeah, based off film. how they met, they certainly earned where they got to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll talk about all that and much more in our full spoilers chat. That's as probably much as we can do right now. Uh, <laughs> one because we've run out of non-spoilerish things to say, and two, it's very freaking late. We got to move on so that we can get out of here. Yeah. Um, so check back a little bit later on, depending on when you're listening to this. Our spoilers chat might be up and running, so uh, have a look. If not, check back in a couple of days. Uh, movie coming out uh, very very soon, May twenty. Fourth here in Australia, May 25th in the US and uh, all around the world by next weekend, which is great. So you can check out that spoiler then, this spoiler now. Thanks for sharing. Spread it around to your friends. Otherwise, follow us and like us, subscribe on social media, get into geek. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can drop us a longer line if you want to talk to us about uh, Solo or Star Wars Story. Ask us some questions if you want us to answer them as well, what we think might happen in uh, future movies or uh, other characters that might get their own spin-offs. Get into geek at gmail.com. All of our old movie chats and uh, TV reviews as well all on the podcasting channel. You can check them out there. Maddie's involved with a lot of me at the moment. You can check out myself, Mitch underscore Lewis, Twitter and Instagram. Come talk some Star Wars. Maddie, where are you? At Maddie on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to him about Star Wars as well. We'll be back in our uh, next episode to talk full spoilers solo, a Star Wars story. That means he liked it. Get into geek.com.